let's just uh, see you at the ready. Same. Cheers, bud. <laughs> I'm good, good. Tired, a bit tired today, a bit tired, but how are you? Same yourself, same. Um, just for people that don't know, me and yourself have never met each other. No, no, we were we due to meet, but uh, I I showed up late to that first uh, just man up. Um, meet up. We've, uh, yeah, same. I know we missed a couple of the events, so uh, obviously we know each other too. The just man up social. Yeah, yeah. And um, obviously, what you were doing with lad advice and uh, around mental health it would be kind of similar to what I'm trying to achieve as well. So, uh, just for people that don't know what Lad of Voice is, what, what, what's going on? Give an explanation as to what it is. Yeah, so um, I actually recorded a video for this, uh, I think it was last week for a tea talk or two there in the, the, in the, the viewers there. But um, I actually wanted to set it up originally, I think it was when I was in, um, in college, and I think it was probably in second year of college, so I think it's about four years ago now, I think, maybe. But um, it would have it would have been more inclined towards uh, how to I don't know play FIFA, how to get girls, all this sort of shit. But um, kind of glad I didn't. Yeah, kind of kind of glad that maybe I didn't set it up back then. Um, I think I've grown as a person since then, and the message and yeah. the the kind of values that I'm promoting are much better. But it's all around kind of promoting meaningful conversations, helping men or encouraging men to feel more comfortable talking to their friends and then also just becoming more self-aware and kind of mindful of their mental health and the fact that we need to kind of make positive movements and outlets into our lives to kind of maintain and promote positive mental health. So that's kind of a free summary. It's become a thing, hasn't it, uh, ladies? Yeah. Mm. I think um, particularly this lockdown has kind of triggered more conversations and I suppose more people have come out and started to talk about it. I think it is kind of come, becoming the topical uh, conversation uh, across social media and stuff now, which is, you know, you, you could say, look, I mean, they're only talking about it because it's topical, but to be honest, if, in my opinion, as long as people are talking about it, I don't really care what's the reason for it. So um, I think it's yeah. great, great to see. I think, uh, but I think lads, lads especially, I'm not saying that like, uh, your advice doesn't go for girls as well, it does. Mm. Uh, but, uh, lads are beginning to be pissed off with the fact that um, we need these outlets, you know? Yeah, it should just be a normal everyday thing. Yeah. Uh, and I know some people may look at that and say, oh, well, they're just looking after the guys. But I think, as you stated, and I think Alan has stated, that it is harder for blokes to actually open up and speak about these things. Well, yeah, I, th I think that's the whole reason behind setting up the page is because men don't talk enough. And I think if you were to look at statistics and stuff on, you know, suicide rates and stuff, not to kind of bring the topic of conversation down a very negative line of uh, thinking, but it's much higher so I mean there's obviously a need for outlets like this and movements like this to encourage men to open up and speak and hopefully make that change or kind of be the bit of encouragement that they need to help themselves and help their friends exactly 
can avoid it, they did. And um, I think we do need outlets like this in order to uh, open it up to the public. Like, the public needs to hear it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think, I suppose, you're kind of seeing now, even I think over the last over the last year or so, even, I'm not trying to play up my, 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 my role in it, but there has been a, an uptake and a kind of surge in little communities and pockets of social media accounts and stuff that are promoting this kind of conversation and getting involved in the promotion of mental health and, and men's mental health in particular. So I think it's great to see. It is great because, as, as I said before, me and you have never met, mm. but we've spoken often, especially over the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. um, through maybe voicemail and stuff like that, and we're talking about exercise or how, we get, how we're getting on in the day. And that's just a great little mental boost for anybody. Absolutely. And I think, yeah, and I think, I think what um, the community that, as you said, is gathering around and people that are speaking... Uh, to each other about normal day stuff is helping their mental health. Absolutely, I think, and particularly given the fact that we're all kind of, I suppose, confined to our our houses and two kilometer radius around it, and very yeah. limited actual interaction or human interaction in person. I think more now more so than ever, social media is becoming a extremely positive outlet and. A mechanism that you can interact and kind of check up in on your friends and like the fact yeah. that you can even have the video call is an amazing thing as well because you do get to see a face you get to see facial expressions and tone of voice as well i think is majorly important oh yeah definitely and then like as you said a positive outlet uh social media does get a bad rep for uh, it can I, do i can, I can see certain aspects of it understand people's outlet some people are frustrated with the world or wherever with their lawyers and they seem to put uh, shit up that we don't need yeah. on social media and that can be damaging for other people's mental health I think and uh, the likes of let's say last voice or just man up or uh, you've got um, Google and I've seen uh, mental health hub page there in the, in the Yeah, it's hard. It's actually hard to even remember them all now. Uh, that's a fantastic testament to the fact that there is so many positive movements out there. And suppose apologies if we did forget anyone, but just off the top of the heads, um, people are starting to band together type thing, you know, and it's really cool. I think on the whole thing with the social media and kind of, it can be a positive, it can be a negative, and I think um, very important to try and be mindful of kind of the the content that you consume and stuff. And I think. Yeah. Well, for me now, like I, so obviously I've got Ladvoy's Instagram account and I've got my own personal one, but I probably spend far more time on Ladvoy's and not only because I'm posting more on that, but because the way that I've tailored my newsfeed for Ladvoy's, it is all around positivity and it doesn't have any fucking stupid stupidity and kind of posts that might not be overly beneficial that I might may have on my personal account purely because it's so old and I've had it for so long. But saying that though, I like Lad Voice because there is a personal aspect to it because of, let's say, your book reviews. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's really clever. I think it's, it's, um, it's something that I've, like, 
I'm, I've never said it in my last review is I've never been someone who's uh, enjoyed reading books. I actually found the um, found the school report there when I was clearing out my room from donkeys ago back when I was in primary school. God knows why yeah. it was still in the press, but it was um, the teacher wrote on my report card blah blah blah, and it was like oh, basically I needed to go to special reading class. Like uh, now, I'm actually quite I, I consider myself quite a smart bloke. Um, but I think it was actually more so a confidence thing and fearful of other people, me tripping over words and stuff. But over the last year or so now, I've taken it upon myself to start reading books. Um, one, one of the main reasons was purely to reduce down the time on the phone screen because it's a positive influence and different way and way to expand your mind. But, and I then found that I did become a bit, not a bookworm, like I still, not on the top list of my priorities to do but i try and i try and read for at least half an hour a day and it opened my mind up to that so i'm like i need to share this with other people i need to try and encourage other people to start reading and then i also felt it would be a great way to get a bit of interaction and hopefully a bit of um input from other people submitting book reviews and kind of a talk amongst people who kind of shared their thoughts on a book Yeah, I think like even the, like a lot of the things I'm trying to do with Ladvice and amongst my friends as well, and kind of at, at first they're kind of like ah mate, you just go off go away. Like I'm not I'm not asked listening to that sort of stuff. But the more you listen and the more you open your mind up to these kind of alternative things that you can do, the sooner you re- start to realize that how beneficial they can be. And the thing on the books, like one of the books that I actually uh, performance underscore doc um David O'Connor, he's a fantastic bloke, but. He le- he gave me, uh, I'd say he gave me about eight books. He was clearing out a lot of stuff in his house. But he gave me eight books, and one of the books was um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And that was probably that was probably one of my favourite books that I've read now over the last year or so. And I passed that on to one of my mates. And again, like he wouldn't have been someone who's a big reader, but gave it to him, and he finished it within two weeks, and he said it was an amazing book, and he had a good chat about it. So I think we're actually going to do a thing together and kind of talk about the book. Yeah, for a video or something. Brilliant. Mm. But like, there you go. It's already it's getting people talking about positive stuff. So, like, whatever you can do that is positive, and it could be tiny, mm. I think is is a win. And then it's it's not only what like I think doing things that are positive. It's like you do something positive, and it influences one person. Even if you only influence one. That person then could go out, go on and influence another, another one, and another one, and another one. It's the ripple effect then, and it just kind of grows and grows. So, if you can do it, someone else can do it, and then we all do it. We're all better off. Exactly, and that's why I was trying to uh, uh, touch on the fact of like a lot of people feel like they're under pressure when they're on social media in order to get followers, like get likes and yeah. stuff like that. And 
used or pass it on than to win. Yeah, you know I, think, I, mean? I think like I think even if I'm totally honest, in the last not the last week, it was the week before last, I was putting up stuff and I was like, oh. And it wasn't because I was like literally paying so close attention to it, but it's kind of very easy to realize that something's done shit in comparison to something that's done brilliant. And I'm like, I was like, oh, getting annoyed. And then I just had to try and bring myself back and remind, remind myself that it is not about getting statistics, 100 likes on a post. It's about helping people. And it, those likes aren't, those likes aren't just likes. They're individuals. Yeah. So you got to remind yourself of that and kind of keep that as your core belief when you're putting stuff up because it's not about... Yeah, exactly. I know that like, certain things will attract a lot of people. Mm. And maybe one post will only attract 10. Mm. But that's not a bad thing. Yeah. You it's, know what I mean? It's the impact and the, the benefit that it provides to people at the end of the day. Yeah. I even think... like. And I also think, like, sometimes some of the posts that you might think would do better because they're providing the, mo- providing the most value is people people aren't really arsed to go and read them because they're too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, no, want, they, just, they want it like that, yeah. instantaneous. You get that in a WhatsApp group. You send in a long joke or something and you just get flagged off. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Yeah. Good, yeah, good. I took a day off today now, um, and I went for I went well. I went for a walk, but in terms of like doing a, a workout and kind of a, lifting some weights and stuff, I took a break. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get out for a walk at least once a day. Anyways, um, I seen you went on your walk this morning. Anyways, um, yeah. but uh, other than that, like I'm I'm definitely I was fortunate enough to have a couple of weights lying around the house, so um, I started off by using them, and obviously. It took a while to adjust and kind of kind of figure out what worked, but when you kind of think about it and you become creative with what you're trying to do at home, you can replicate a lot of the movements that you would have done previously in the gym. So, yeah, um, yeah no, it's going well. And if I'm being totally honest, I'm probably looking physically better than I did when I was working out in the gym five, six days a week. So, I don't know. <laughs> I think it must be... I had a resistance band and there was a barbell in the shed that I didn't know was there. So I was working with basically what I got. And I kept trying to put that on, on social media. Work with what you got. Work with what you got. Because at the end of the day, you don't really need anything. Like, like bodyweight shit is hard. Yeah, but like, you, you can make stuff hard on yourself. And I think um, Ross actually sent me on, uh, I got him to send me on a couple of uh, workouts and plans and stuff. So, I was having a look at them over the last week and even stuff like that, just trying to implement new things that you haven't tried before. And then trying to, I think the big thing, and my sister's even been saying it to me because she's, uh, she's studying um, uh, sports, sports and nutrition in college. So she was saying, if you just, even if you slow the reps down and you kind of, um, or you slow the reps down or you increase the, the volume of sets that you're doing, you're going to put more strain in your body and stuff like that. You can just, you can... Exactly. I think it's um the quote that I'm taking from this is it's it's not what you have it's what you do with it that counts so yeah well exactly and, and that's what I've been doing I've been just kind of working what I have and then obviously the knowledge that I have of training uh, but I've been sticking to as I, I was put on this I put on Instagram a 
because of the whole virus thing. Um, but it's basically stuck the cardiovascular wood and mm. kind of pushed more on my lungs. Yeah. My I realized I realized how fit I am. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, as long as long as you got it done, it's it's not about how quick you get it done. It's about actually getting up and doing it. So, um, I'm actually I'm gonna post up something about that over the next few days because there has been a few dubious times being posted up by people, and you're kind of wondering, hmm, are they just really quick or have they done something smart with the, <laughs> with the timings on it? So. Yeah, sign her up for the Olympics. Did you see that one? That was I didn't funny. see it, but I've seen I've seen a lot of them over the uh, over the internet over the last week or so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, adapting. Uh, how are you adapting to the change? Like, is, are you missing anything or? Uh, I'm definitely missing certain things. I think fortunate enough to still try and have some form of routine, but I tell you, I'm missing I'm missing going to bowls matches of a Friday night. Something terrible. So and just sports in general. Um, yeah, like <laughs> I've started playing FIFA as a FIFA, and I've started playing Football Manager as a substitute to try and get my bit of dosage of football. But um, you definitely miss uh, watching the ma- match of the day of a Saturday night and a couple of the games over the weekends and stuff. I've been watching the boys on uh, Sky Sports, Graham uh, Sewell and Roy Kane and stuff sitting on the house. Yeah, That's they're cool. they're absolutely brilliant. To be fair, I think um, like they. There is a, like obviously you can resurface a lot of older you know football matches or you know key highlights from over the last couple of years and there is some absolute gold out there. I've seen um Jamie Carragher has come up with a challenge where it's you have to name a starting eleven, but in the starting eleven you can only have one player from each country. You can only have one player from each like club, and they can never have played with anyone else before. So um. Yeah, few, one of the lads sent that into a group chat that I'm in, so I'm yet to uh, I'm yet to give the time to actually come up with it. But stuff like that is a great way to kind of you know get you a bit of dosage of sports and football, I suppose. Exactly. Like, uh, what was I saying? Um, the headstrong campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Hence the bald head. Yeah. Um, I actually had a I had a hat on, but I said I'd, I may as well take it off and brandish yeah. the the bald head for this. Um, yeah. thanks very much for the donation by the way very generous I really appreciate no it problem. Um, yeah but I mean so like when I was when I was when I was starting it up I was trying to co- come up with something that I could do in order to I suppose promote mental health and, and kind of maybe catch people's attention to donate towards a charity and then I was also thinking so I did um, I did November there in November um and uh, one of the one like that was absolutely awful. Like I, I think I think I could deal with this over the mustache again. Um, I'll probably do November again next year. But one of the things that that taught me was to basically just don't give a fuck what people think of your appearance and do something that you love doing. Um, do something that you love doing and don't not do something that you love because you you think that other people might think you look like a fool. So I said. You'd be a fool not to do something you love and care about someone's, someone else's opinion. So I said, this time around, I would try and do something else. And I used to be, I used to be someone who was very uh, particular about his hair. Uh, I think it was in, um, what year was I in in school? 
first year secondary school died of blonde highlights. <laughs> wasn't a look. <laughs> wasn't a look. Uh, had the mullet and all, but um, hair was something that was quite precious to me. So instead, yeah. I, I whack it all off and just uh, hopefully create a bit of a bit of a spur on social media and raise awareness for our mental health and raise some funds as well. Because like. There's a, obviously there's so many charities that you could have chosen for it, like like so so many. Uh, and I was thinking of doing the Feed Your Heroes one, but the kind of the reason why I went for the mental health one was probably just because I felt as though there was probably enough people donating to the Feed Your Heroes already, and I was getting a lot of airtime at that time. So I said I'd go with I'd go with um, Create a House and Mental Health. I felt as though you know people would have. Uh, been struggling at this time so now well not now more than ever but now just as every other day of the week or previously that people would need the help of create a house and services like that so yeah i think a lot of other charities are getting uh, overlooked at the moment yeah yeah i think um i've i've been i've been really inspired by people's movements towards like donations uh towards all charitable causes over the last couple of weeks i mean the do five tag five donate five challenge was brilliant and like I think yeah. I think I to be fair with that one I did see kind of people donating to like lots of different charities and stuff which was great to see a bit of diversification and maybe donating to ones that they felt passionate about so um yeah. that was quite good yeah it's good moment to see and it also gave some gave people to you know have something to do and a bit of a laugh amongst their friends and stuff as well so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I managed managed to right. escape that one. Uh, the Easter egg one was very funny. Very funny it was. Um, yeah. Uh, to be to be honest, I think I don't know what it is. I'm not I'm not overly fond of Easter eggs. Like I I had I had maybe two pieces of mine and then just left it for the the vultures in the house to tuck into. You're, you're stocked up, you have it with your cups of tea. Yeah, big time. Uh, we've actually asked a, a question earlier on. Mm. Uh, what's the plan after lockdown with goals, career, or even exercises? Uh, it's a good question. I suppose the plan after lockdown in terms of goals, I've really taken this uh, period of time to. I suppose, like, we talk about goals, you know. I was someone growing up from a very young age, like I always had sky's the limit with my goals. Still is to an extent, but at, at the same time, I'm not trying to over-pressurize myself to, to do things just for, you know, the feeling that I'm this great person and individual. Like, I do still have big goals, but I think over the last couple of weeks, I've tried to, I've tried to sit down and more, like kind of strategically look at some of the stuff that I'm doing with Ladvice and kind of, trying to work out a direction of where I want to go and how I'm going to, I suppose, continue doing what I'm doing, but at the same time, be better than what I am at the yeah. moment. So, um, one of the goals is just to continue doing what I'm doing with this and growing it, and I've come up with a couple of ideas and stuff, but still very yeah, early doors. Podcast and stuff, so. Yeah, like, I mean, with the podcast, I think the struggle at the moment, yeah. the, well, I think, not a struggle, but something that I've gone through a learning curve with is... Um, is learning how to well first of all record a podcast and edit it and kind of throw in some music and stuff but 
my next step now is to try and see how I can promote that and kind of get more ears listening. Um, sometimes yeah. it feels as though I'm talking to myself, but even at that, I do find you it still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even at that, it's still a benefit to me, anyways. So if it can benefit one person and that one person is just me, I'm gonna still rock on with it. Um, uh, uh, Alan said that to me at the, ju- the Just Man Up social. He said, um, uh, when I'm walking down the road talking into my phone, I'm not talking to anybody. Yeah, are uh, you talking to? Talk, you're talking to phone. all the followers on your phone. Um, yeah. but like. Those- I, I actually weirdly enough now I was I was um I was thinking about this yesterday about people talking to themselves. You know right when you in the movies you always see the typical like crazy guy is the person who's there talking to himself and I don't know has a tinfoil over his head. If you remove the tinfoil from his head and you kind of make the the conversation a little bit more normal, I think it's a positive thing for people to talk to themselves and try and figure out more about themselves and learn about themselves and become more self aware. Cause well, we actually we talk to ourselves every day. Yeah, every yeah. Second. But if you do it, if you do it out loud, it gives you a chance to I don't know, like slow down and actually catch one thought. Because I think one of the things that I find is like my brain is very active. Um, good thing. Yeah. It's a good thing. Uh, when when I can kind of make sure that it's being like directed in the right in the right way. But if you kind of either. If you don't feel, if you don't want to be uh, looking like one of those fellas that's talking to themselves in one of them films, if you write something down or if you speak it aloud, it just becomes that little bit more real. And I think sometimes you know when you've got a stupid thought running through your head and you're like, you know, you're 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 really going over the top, overthinking something, and you're like, oh, you know, this is definitely true, this is definitely true. But the minute you say that to someone else or the minute that you write it down, you're like, that is stupid. Why was I even thinking that? think like even um you know the way you do journaling and stuff i i sometimes find like so i ah, i've kind of dropped off a little bit of late i've just kind of fell out of the rhythm of doing it but so look i won't, I won't beat myself up for it um but um i define even sometimes doing the podcasts if someone you know the, the, the joke of like oh you're already you already have five five listeners or something to be honest the conversation that I have with myself and the, it's almost like a little bit of a bit of a, a spoken journal, let's say sometimes. Not to try and make it all about me, 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 but sometimes I feel as though, you know, I kinda have to just put it in my perspective because I don't really have an insight as to what everyone else is going through and instead of have trying to have a conversation with the world, if I have a conversation with myself, at least I can talk knowledgeably about what I'm what I'm saying. Exactly. Sometimes it is about putting that bit of ownership on yourself to get a task done. 
Like I was actually thinking, um, <laughs> some I think I put up a I put up a, a suggestion box on Lad Bike on a story. I said just put in some suggestions. So someone said, "Will you do like a day in the life?" Now a day in the life, even on a regular day, would not be all that exciting. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's definitely not all that exciting now during this quarantine. But I was thinking to myself, "Oh yeah, no, if it was a day in the life now, I'd have to get up." I'd have to get up at 8 o'clock in the morning before work and go for that walk that I've been telling myself I'm going to do for the last 2-3 weeks so yeah. it, it is kind of like having that degree of ownership put on yourself to get something done and uh, having that accountability with others as well as yourself because sometimes you can explain it to yourself a lot better than uh, than you know everyone that follows you on Instagram I think that's the power of Instagram though isn't it it makes your life look fucking amazing mm, well look <laughs> better than what it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the cans of monster. What did you find? Uh, how did you enjoy the the blue one today? That was the first time I had it. I thought it was gorgeous. Nice yeah, no, it's it's not a big energy drinker. Hmm. Uh, well, last year, like, uh, not this year. This started, well, kind of before Christmas, I started lifting weights again. Hmm. And kind of going as heavy as I can and stuff. I had a big plan set up because I meant to be in Spain. And uh, I was trying to get like bulk up, and then shred. Yeah. And then, and then be on the beach. Yeah, like, the beach pod. Yeah. Yeah, the whole lot. So I was like, one day I was in the gym and I had no energy, and I said, well, "Look, I grabbed. I didn't have a coffee, so I grabbed an energy drink. Grabbed an energy drink, and then ended up getting hooked on the blade things. Mm. So every time I went to the gym, I was like buying an energy drink. And uh, then there today, I was in the shop. Oh, it's calorie free. Okay, yeah, anyway. yeah, 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 yeah. So they're gonna like build myself into buying it. Mm. But uh, yeah, so well, it was nice. It was nice. But I didn't stop drinking them. Yeah, and I did. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of conscious of the fact that you know I'm posting these up nearly every day, saying to people, "Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you know, I'm." I, I, what I'm telling myself is, I'm. When you said, don't drink these every day, kid. Yeah, I'm doing. <laughs> I'm doing the taste test, so you don't have to. That's the thing I'm telling myself. <laughs> Do you know what I actually did was uh, it's one it wasn't it wasn't last weekend it was the weekend oh maybe it was two weekends ago I was uh, I was out the back and I was I was actually doing a lot of gardening but it was such a scorching day and I went around to the shops like ah I'll get a few drinks and I was like well it's too hot to have like a Guinness or or uh, a few beers so I was like do you know what I ended up getting I ended up getting cans of Druids. <laughs> Brought me back to the days of knacker drinking in fields when you were younger, but uh, I did a, I did a taste test of that. Um, I must uh, I must resurface it. It was a good one. I have to do the Guinness thing in the in the glass. I tried to do one of them, or even recorded a video, but it looked crap. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but the glass I had was terrible, so I couldn't mm. do it. Um, I couldn't even blend the glass. I've loads of uh, fine glasses up in the press, but it just looked shit. Yeah. Uh, what's what's the fragment like? Uh, you're trying to get like. Um, are you just trying to push people onto the kind of the podcast and stuff, or is it? Yeah. Ah, I think the the um the website. I I originally had this big massive dream in my head of the website being 
you know, if you search up men's advice on Google, it'd appear as number one in the search and I had the dream of people going on and actually spending 10 to 15 minutes reading articles of, you know, advice and stuff. I quickly, yeah. I quickly realized that people w- can't be bothered to spend more than five minutes reading something. And even if you're to post up something in that speech or a video, their attention span is, is small enough unless you catch their attention with something quite good early on. So um, the, the, the website at the moment has more become, I suppose, it still is actually a place that I can become discoverable. Um, through internet searches, I think. Yeah. I think if you search, if you search lads' advice, I come up number one. But then again, that's quite close to my name. So, um, at the at the moment, at the moment, it's just um, it's a place to direct people to go from for the podcast, and it's where I have the the link for um the um, headstrong campaign as well. So, I think it's it's beneficial in that sense. And there is a there is a couple of articles up there if anyone's really bored and wants to. <laughs> spend 10-15 minutes of the day <laughs> so I'll tell you I'll have to check it out because like boys were saying we went to organise a website and stuff and see what I used to own a studio a fitness studio mm. and I was kind of uh, what would you say transformations more focused on transformations and uh, PTs and we started doing seminars and talking to let's say kids and skills and stuff about mm. mental health and uh, exercise and the importance of it and stuff and that kind of it sparked something off on me, in my head and I kind of fell in love with that part of the coaching mm. rather than the let's say Susan has to lose 10 pounds in 6 weeks like yeah. that, that, bit, that bit wasn't exciting to me anymore it was because there was a reason behind Susan wanting to lose the 10 pounds like it was in our heads. It was something. It was something driving it. Yeah, yeah. It was. I found that with everybody. I found that, and I dealt with a lot of girls mostly. Like I know you're, we're talking about like kind of last mental health care as well. But, uh, women as well included. Uh, it drove me more to look into the kind of psychological part of uh, exercise. I, or I think. Some would move me. Yeah, I think that's absolutely massive. Like I mean. I think that's probably one of the biggest reasons why people would fail in their, well, not fail, but maybe don't reach the objective that they set out for themselves in the time frame that they want to achieve it is probably down to, you know, their mindset, their their motivation, their, I don't know, their just their appetite to go and do the work, I suppose, and the mental yeah, side of it is the biggest part, I'd say. Yeah, and I, f- I found that people didn't even think about it. Like, they, they, they weren't conscious of it themselves until, let's say, you were alone with someone and they spill the beans and you realise okay that's what's going on yeah you know and like there's nothing wrong with that I think everybody goes through that like the main reason that I got into exercise was because of depression mm. I need I needed an outlet and that's how I fell in love with it and I think um, not to say that every single person is depressed that exercises but there's always a factor behind it Mm-hmm. You don't just wake up and go, I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah, there's, a, there's a it's reason behind it. Or you're maybe want, you're feeling a bit shit yourself. You, you say, you know, I need to do something in order to feel better. There's a reason and behind it. And um, there's definitely a reason behind everyone doing anything that they do. Like, I mean, 
if you even if you do it subconsciously, there is some reason behind it. But um, what I was going to say was like I think for me like over the last year or so, I'd say that the gym it it has been around taking that hour and a half hour out of your day to disconnect from all the hustle and bustle and busyness of life to just go in focus on doing your movements doing your reps and listen to a bit of music and train your brain to a certain extent because i find like if you look at the gym and kind of the physical aspect obviously the more you do it the better your kind of physique would look which is a you know nice uh, desirable thing to, to happen um but i think for me it's more so around like let's say you say to yourself i'm gonna do 12 reps in this thing and you get up to the eighth one and you're like oh geez like fuck this i can't do it anymore if you can have that mental capacity to say to yourself come on Nathan, come on you can do it go on only only four more only three more only two more you're learning to you're learning to kind of persevere and you're learning so many good desirable just actual traits about your personality uh by doing that as well So I think I think that's the main the main thing for me with the gym and kind of training your brain as well as your body and then you know the the six pack that I've been waiting to come for the last two three years is gonna be the bonus after it all. Absolutely. Mad plans, man. 
Go mental. In you go. Um, nah, what am I? Uh, yeah, I'll get a point of Guinness, yeah. Um, what have I got? I don't think I have any plans, to be honest. Um, my mum will probably be telling me to clear out the garden. So, maybe I'll, I'll do that first. <laughs> um, working out, more of this stuff, lad voice, and, uh, I don't know. A few beers. few beers, yeah. A few beers. We'll close each other anyway. Absolutely, man, yeah. We'll send, a, send another video cheers. Absolutely, you too, man. It's good meeting you. Yeah, yeah, for the first time. Now, when all this is on, it was obviously just man up social thing going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Get a few chicken wings. Yeah, 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 I'm looking forward to that, actually. Chicken wings and a pint, it'd be nice. Yeah, yeah, someone is telling me to get a Mac 3 on it. I don't know if I can do that, though. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I mean, if if people want to donate extra and it goes up to, if it hits, if it, oh, I don't know. I did. I don't even know what it. Let's say if it goes up to five hundred. We get a Mac three, Gillette, the best man can get. Right. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a good chat, man. I really enjoyed it. Hopefully, a few of the lads enjoyed it as well.